What is up, everybody? Back again, another episode of the Fan Section Podcast. This one is the recap of the entire week. Um, Tyson's here. I'm here. Uh, we are very excited. Well, we can't. Uh, honestly, the week has been pretty insane. A lot of teams that we said we're going to lose lost, so that's pretty cool. Always being right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not uh, yeah. Always. Always being right. <laughs> but uh, real quick, this is the fan section brought to you for fans by fans from across the college landscape. This is section 100, section 300, bleachers all the way down to the suites. We welcome everybody. My name is Alan. That is the co-host Tyson. Um, we're just two dudes talking college, dropping knowledge. If you want to get into our mailbag, thefansection1 at gmail.com. Also, the Twitter handle is thefansection, and our Instagram is thefansection as well. So, everything fan section, obviously, which is amazing. Um, and like we said, we can't thank you guys enough for all the love and support you've given us. All the listeners have been amazing. We have some listeners in Sweden and Norway now, which I think is pretty crazy. All right. <laughs> We're going global. Um, but, having said that, like I said, this episode is all about the recap. So... A lot of interesting games happened. A lot of we're gonna see a lot of movement more than likely. Um, I told you kind of off air what I think the, the rankings are gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, which let's if if we're right, I'm gonna come back on here and say we're always right because we just that's what we do here. So there was a game that we called, and I'm just gonna start off the bat: Oregon versus Utah. We said that Oregon was gonna get rolled by Utah because this is what Pac-12 teams do. They, every single year, the Pac-12 does something to itself to keep itself out of the playoff. That's a fact. And it's evident after this game. I said Utah, and I was so confident. I said I sent you that snapshot of me take, putting money down on this mm-hmm. game because that's how confident I was. Right. And for those of you that don't get mad, Colorado in Colorado, betting is legal. So I just want you to know that real quick. Um, but yeah, Oregon is now officially done and out with two losses. There's no way unless, for God forbid, Georgia takes a loss to G-Tech and then to Bama, and then Alabama takes a loss to Auburn, and, and somehow you know they keep Georgia out of the playoff, which they won't. There's just no hope for Oregon. As yeah, I think it. the case is closed for the playoff for the Pac-12. Yep. But, you know, Oregon, this it's a weird situation where both of these teams are going to play again in two weeks in the conference championship game. <laughs> Which, watch Oregon just roll Utah. They probably will. The hardest thing to do in, in sports in general is to beat a team twice within a given season. So mm-hmm. it's like, especially within two weeks, now Oregon has all the tape on Utah. Uh, they basically just stopped Tavion Williams, which I thought had a monster game. That kid's a big dude. Yeah. I didn't realize he was, he's 6'2". Yeah, yeah. He's well, a tank. I mean, that's Utah football. They run the hell out of the ball and yeah. they play big-time defense. You know, ever since they – remember, they they started the uh, season off with the quarterback Charlie Brewer, yeah. the transfer from Baylor. Mm-hmm. Ever since they switched to this kid Cam Rising uh, in the game against San Diego State, I'm I'm pretty sure – I don't think they've lost a game. No, they I, they haven't. They've been rolling teams. Them and Wisconsin are just the two hottest con- teams in the country right After now. switching their quarterbacks. Maybe Ohio State. Maybe Ohio – well, no, yeah, Ohio State is probably the hottest team. <laughs> that offense. And we'll, t- we'll talk about them next. I mean, what they did to Michigan State was – I mean, I'm, I'm honestly not shocked that they did that, but I kind of am shocked the way they did it. But, yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, for Pac-12 fans across the world, uh, you, you have, again, you're going to be left out of the playoff. But there is some good news because last week on Sunday, so yesterday, um, they committee they said that there will be an expansion to 12 teams in 2022 they've already agreed i saw that you sent me that to meet in september i don't know why they're meeting in september to agree to this and why yeah. not just do it in august like normal people it might be worth looking into it seems like they really are 
all kinds of different parties involved really want to make it happen it's next year. Go, it's going to for sure happen. And there's one big reason because it's called money. Yeah. And there's a lot of... So I don't know if you know this either, but a conference... So the reason why a lot of conferences push for two teams to get in, like the SEC, is because that if one conference is represented... So say, for example, if Georgia makes the playoffs, when Georgia makes the playoffs, because they have a 99% chance to mm-hmm. make it, yeah. that the SEC gets $12 million automatically. You know who else gets twelve million dollars? All the schools in that conference. Yeah, there's revenue sharing. So the, yeah, so they all get. So the SEC corporate team, like the the people on that panel, they split the twelve million dollars mm-hmm. to go to the SEC for like marketing ads. You know what I mean? Like all that fun stuff. And then the schools also. Get, so Vanderbilt gets twelve million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, and they can uh, they can adjudicate those funds to whatever they want. That's why I think baseball in the baseball, case of Vanderbilt. In the Vanderbilt, yeah, it'll probably more like go to baseball and basketball, honestly. <laughs> you know, we know they don't reinvest in football. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, they gave Ole Miss a run for their money, but um, and they beat CSU. But it, it, so that's why a lot of teams are pushing because you obviously want more. So with this tw- expansion to twelve, I guarantee, I guarantee you, all the conferences are going to sign off on it. This gives Oregon this loss. This actually probably puts Utah in the playoff if there is twelve team expansion. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it would if they won the Pac twelve. Well, the conference champion would get an automatic. That's what I'm saying. If Utah or Oregon, either one, yeah. the, the door isn't fully shut. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. but or Utah, it'd be hard pressed to tell me Utah isn't a top twelve team. You know what I mean? Uh, like three losses, I, but they're still really good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they could. But along the lines of what we were talking about, the the very same reason we knew Oregon was going to lose this game is the very same reason we know Oregon's going to beat Utah in the conference championship. Exactly. It's because it's perfectly on brand for the Pac-12. Yeah, that's just what they do. They just beat up on each other. And everybody says the SEC beats up on each other. Yeah, they do, but they still have two really good teams that beat up on everybody else. So it's like, okay. Um, But yeah, as, as far as that goes, so that's a little bit of tidbit for those of you that don't know about it. Each conference gets 12 million dollars and all those schools are going to want to be in it um yeah now speaking of teams that are likely going to be in the playoff ohio state versus michigan state this game had playoff implications Mm -hmm. this game i i watched i was like i i almost turned it off at halftime because i knew the outcome of it i was really shocked i thought that michigan i mean the the pedigree for stopping michigan state is stop kenneth walker right Mm -hmm. yeah um Unfortunately, that's what Ohio State was able to do. Unfortunate for Michigan State fans. Not unfortunate for me because I really want Ohio State to play Georgia in the Natty. I think that would be a great game, very exciting. Um, but rematch? Or well, no, not it won't a be a rematch. No, that the Ohio State made the championship last year, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they after did. only playing like five or six regular season games. <laughs> so you can't. Okay, so like I was thinking about this too. Well, how good of a job did they do this? This um. This season, like adversity at the beginning of the year, taking that loss to Oregon, mm-hmm. everybody's like everybody wrote Ohio State off. They were like, all right, but I've always said it's better to lose early in the season than late. And they've ripped off eleven straight, pretty much, right? Like they're eleven and one or ten uh, and one. Ten. So they ripped off ten wins. Nine straight. They, they oh, beat Min- straight. Minnesota the first game of the season. Uh, you hit the nail on the head straight up. I mean, there there were two key factors in this game. Mm-hmm. One was could the Ohio State defense stop Kenneth Walker? Yeah. In that Oregon game, the Ohio State defense gave up like 250 combined rushing yards to Anthony Brown and yeah. Travis Dye. Mm-hmm. So they were not a good rush 
defense. No, in and they're that not game. really. They're not really a good rush. They defense. found a way to stop Kenneth Walker. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm just saying. But like in general, you don't really yeah. think of defense when it comes. To, I mean, their offense is electric. C.J. Stroud, who looked terrible the first four games, mm. has really, really put oh. things together. Yeah. Mechanics are way, way sharper. Footwork is on point. Like I don't know who they brought in, but they. I want. I'd be. I wouldn't be shocked if they brought in a third party like quarterback coach to work with him. No joke. Well, it it helps when. You have Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. They're, they're top three wide receivers. No, all, all could probably go in the top three rounds. But in the, the NFL kid is round. making some really good deep ball throws. Like, no, he's improved for I sure. Mean, it's insane. I, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. I, I didn't realize this until you know that star wide receiver from Alabama, Jameson Williams. Mm-hmm. He transferred from Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. They used to have him in that right. wide receivers room too. So we forget that there's this flooded of five star talent. Uh-huh. Like, there's honestly that we went down the list. Like we talked about even Quinn Ewers is on that team. Mm-hmm. The kid who I thought was going to start when he got there. Oh, the quarterback no. room is ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. five or there's four five stars yeah. in that room. And that's just that's just one of their rooms. The other rooms, there's a bunch of four and five stars as well. It's still Ohio State. Like everybody wants to get the buck on that helmet. And it's showing. Um and I, I just can't believe I mean shame on the media and us, you know what I mean, for kind of riding them off. Like I really didn't think that they were that good of a team. Mm-hmm. And now the more I watch them I'm like, these guys are a top four team. They yeah. really are. Yeah, yeah. I think Big Ten people, you, you never write off Ohio State. Oh, they probably you know didn't. I mean? I, yeah, but I had, uh, you know Justin, the big Michigan. Yeah, fan, he he just anticipates the the annual the drubbing beat and beat down for one. You know what I mean? My question would be until to, proven otherwise. My question would be to Justin is if Ohio State beats Michigan, that's that means Harbaugh's own nine against. Right. Is that? Is he done even with? And the he's 0-2 against Mel Tucker. Is now that is that is he done? Like even with this amazing season? No, they're firing coaches left and right. <laughs> yeah, but they gave him an extension, right? They just gave him an extension. They did last oh, okay, year, okay. and it was it was an incentive based extension. I think. I mean, that's not going to be enough, but it's also like this is the lukewarm hell that Michigan has been living in, yeah. and. You see, you see it kind of with Notre Dame too, mm-hmm. where these two programs want a championship. Yeah, and but they're so close, you know, they're they're only losing one or two or maybe three games a year mm-hmm. every year, which is but they're never a legit contender for which a championship. Is still tough. I mean, and that's why I think that. So there was another stat that said, okay, so like we're we're obviously going to switch gears a little bit later on and talk basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Every basketball team has a twenty percent chance to win the national title. From Duquesne to Marquette to CU, they come into the season with a twenty percent chance to win the, to win to win it all. Because obviously, it's be, a big part of that is because of March Madness, right? You win a certain games, you get that. Yeah. I think it's RPI or FPI ranking or whatever it is. The or BPI BPI, BPI, BPI ranking. Power index, yeah. If you have a BPI of sixty four, you're in the tournament, right? So it's like okay, cool. Or you even have a chance if you win your conference. You could be. You could have three wins on the season right. and at the end of the year. That's you win exactly. the Pac-12, which I think CU did one year. They were terrible and they mm-hmm. won the Pac-12 tournament and they got in as a as a was 64 seed or something like well, that. Oregon State. And they last played year. Duke. Or something, yeah. But they, yeah. Oregon State last year was was not a good team. They were not going to make the tournament. They yeah. got hot, won the, the conference right tournament, yeah. and then they made it all the way to the Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah. So, so. It, that's what I'm saying. So like, but in football, it's a four percent chance for all teams outside of the big big Power Five conferences. But that's why. To say, to say that this four-team 
playoff format, I'm doing air quotes, playoff yeah. format is a playoff, that's not true. No. It's it's, it's, it's basically an invita- invitation. It's, right? Yeah, but invitation by committee. Yeah. Well, right, but what I'm saying yeah. is if you had a golf invitational, yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to have your own reasons for inviting certain teams. Oh, yeah, you're going to invite Tiger Woods and Roy, Roy McIlroy before not, they invite me and you. You know what I mean? It's not like with basketball where – any team, like you're saying, in the country, if they just win their conference tournament, they're in, regardless yeah. of who they are. Exactly. If they never won a game all year, mm-hmm. that's a that's a legit playoff. Yes, right? it is 100, percent and that's why it's March Madness. Yeah. But the expansion of this playoffs, and I'm I'm not trying to like talk too much into it until it, I mean, but it's 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 exciting. Yeah, the cement is still wet, and they're mm-hmm. writing it in stone. You know what I mean? Like we can say that, right? Like it's going to happen for sure because of a big revenue reason and a big. Obviously, because conferences want it, but if you win your conference and you're a three-loss team, you likely more than you have. Well, they'll work automatic bids in there. Yes, you're going to have an automatic bid. It, but which begs the question: Which like does a Sun Belt team get in? No, I think does what a, they've talked about is the undefeated American team. The five getting. Power Fives. Yes, would get their conference champion would get an automatic bid. Mm-hmm. Then at least one automatic bid from the highest ranked. Conference champion from a group of five conference. Yeah. Okay. So Cincinnati would have an automatic. Cincinnati would have an automatic yes. in, but then teams like Air, not Air Force, because they're not, they're not, they're not a three loss team. But I'm thinking of three loss. UTSA would get in. They would get invited. Well, they would have to. Not, they're undefeated. Right, but they wouldn't be the highest ranked. They no, 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 no. They would get in as like a, an eleven or a ten seat. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. maybe so. But that's well, what I'm saying. Where they rank at right now? But they're undefeated. I, I, I don't, I don't care where they're. Ranked. So that depends on. The standard. Yeah. So I'm, I agree with you. Again, yeah. if they didn't let UTSA in, then it's still an invitational. It's yes. not a playoff. Yes. Because if a team didn't lose all season, mm-hmm. how do they not get an invite in? Right. Like, so, so I agree with you. Yeah, no. So it's like you said, going back to what you said, it's invite slash playoff. So it's really playoff for the top five programs or top five conferences. For, invite for everybody else. Well, but there's no – it's it's entirely subjective. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you like you I mean? said, if you're, if you're in a conference, though, you're – so you're invited. Yeah, so you're right. It's, well, think it's about the NFL. Yeah. The NFL. Based on record. every Regardless of record, every division champion gets to go to the playoffs. Gets, yeah, it gets in. And, and we've, we've seen years. Seven and nine Yeah, teams. we've seen your well, Not this year. There won't but be. what I'm saying is that makes it a true playoff. Yes. Because you know at the start of the season, all we have to do is this. Mm-hmm. Win our division, win division and we're going. Everything else comes. Yeah, everything else to take care of itself. That's not the case in college football. Yeah, you're right. Until... Even until they go to 12, though, you could probably make an argument that it won't be the case still. But it does open the field up more for teams like Cincinnati, UTSA. Right. It does open up the field for a, you know, a Wake Forest team that, yeah, they lost against Clemson. Are they, are they still a top 10 team? No, I mean, not with that loss to Clemson. But you if could they make, come back and beat they come back, Yeah, and, say they yeah. beat Pitt. I think they have Pitt as their next game. So, like, say, no, they don't have Pitt. They already played. Yeah, I'm saying in the conference. Yeah, 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 for sure. If they win their conference, then all right, hey, man, welcome back. Mm -hmm. So I think it's good. Um, But, yeah, so to get on that tangent, Ohio State just dominated Michigan State, looked like a top four team for sure. Um, Oregon is out, which is unfortunate for them. Do you think C.J. Stroud is a legit Heisman contender? um, I think he might be. No. Uh, He he probably deserves to be a finalist, um, but – I don't think he's better than uh, Bryce Young. I don't think he's better like this year. I don't think he's put up. He's put up numbers for sure, but mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be in it. I, I just don't. 
I think they kind of wrote him off after that big loss to Oregon. Well, now, this, now if he yeah. if he goes out and drops four hundred against Michigan, and then in the Big Ten championship game drops another four hundred, absolutely. Well, I mean, he had send him to the send him he to had four hundred plus five touchdowns against Michigan. That's State. what I'm saying. If he does, yeah. if he repeats that for two more games in a row. Then absolutely send him to New York for sure. He, but I don't think he win it. Well, I, I think, think this if Bryce kind of, Young beats Georgia, then Bryce Young is the Heisman. This kind of forecasts another podcast we're going to do. But when we are going to yeah. explore into the defensive defensive player Heisman, yes. The point the point being they is for Jordan Davis in college football this year. You have one very clear head and shoulders way above every other team team in Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's not like one. There's not like a Matt Corral on Georgia or a no. you know what I mean. There's a Stetson Bennett though. <laughs> well, but so my but there was a quarterback change yeah. in the middle of the season. So, so my point is, in any other year, it, say if Stetson Bennett had played all all year, I, he's a runaway for the Heisman. I think. Oh, more than likely, him and Bryce Young. It'd be between him, and Bryce Young. Well, but he would get it because you're undefeated. You beat Alabama. You're, you know, you're the SEC champion. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's not, the, and that's that creates an interesting scenario mm-hmm. where we have. So, I look at Matt Corral kind of like I look at, and I'm not comparing. You, you know the, the the draft stock and all the <laughs> recruiting and stuff better than I do. But that year that Charles Woodson won the Heisman, yeah, from Michigan. He beat out Peyton Manning. Yeah. But, and Peyton Manning, obviously, is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of, of all football. time. Yes. Okay. But that year, Tennessee lost three games. Mm. And I think that was a killer for him. You know, Michigan I, Michigan made it to the Rose Bowl, had a fantastic season. So I look at Matt Corral. He's a fantastic quarterback. But his team's already lost two games. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, if I they think. they lose again. But he's definitely a, a finalist, is what I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you're right. Like, he. That's why I said if Bryce Young beats Georgia, um, then he's going to win the Heisman, like yeah. for sure. It's Just that it it's him. that very next week, right? Yeah, yeah. After it's the, the conference championship games, mm-hmm. that yeah. next Saturday or something. No, 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 no. It's uh, not. Oh, the Heisman presentation. Oh yeah, it's Tuesday or something like that. I think it's on a two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. Middle of the weekday, yeah. and it's before the national title. Like it's usually yeah, it's before the bowl game. It's before the bowl yeah, game, so I think it's the yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. It's either that next week or the week after. I think it's yeah. Um, and it's on Tuesday. You're right. That yeah, was my it's mistake. Like, it's like a random yeah. It's like I don't know why. I mean, I guess if you're trying to stay relevant and be rankings, but you can. I mean, and nobody really is on on a Tuesday like basketball, but yeah, nobody really cares. Well, at that point, college basketball would probably clear the schedule for football. Listen, oh yeah, no, it's exciting. we're uh, we're under no. Delusions here that that, <laughs> that basketball competes in any and way, like revenue th- wise or fan base yeah. wise, to football. But it's like a three hour show. Like they yeah. go and they go back to the hometown, the players. You so get to meet each other, yeah, fifth grade teachers. I kind of like, like that. I kind of like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, You get fun. to like see, all right, you're human. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like you know, they talk about some of the charity work they yeah, do and yeah. stuff. So yeah. it's like, I mean, because you see these guys on Saturdays, and the only thing it looks like they're missing is the cape. They're just superhuman. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, but. Yeah, so does C.J. Stroud win the Heisman, or does he go to New York as a finalist? I do believe he will because yeah. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna roll Michigan, and I think they're gonna roll whoever they play in the Big Ten title game, which is Wisconsin. I it, think will, it will. It. it will probably be Wisconsin or Minnesota. The, the only no. no. Well, they play Wisconsin plays Minnesota this coming weekend. Yeah, I think we're both confident Wisconsin's gonna. Yeah, beat but him pretty. Is handy. the winner of this game clinch it? Is that, um, is that what I, I believe so. The okay. only other team that could possibly be a factor is Iowa. 
But I think Wisconsin already beat Iowa. Yeah. Or they or they faced them in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. But Wisconsin's just More a like freaking that. freight train rolling down the tracks right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wisconsin's very good. But I still think Until they that'll, face be Ohio State. that'll be a good game. I mean, what, can you imagine if Wisconsin pulls the upset? No, I can't see that happening. Well, I mean, Cincinnati would automatically be in at that point. Like, we've already talked about it. And mm-hmm. we'll do this on the preview or the ranking show that we do. But uh, to Cincinnati's jar of dirt and how they get in. But, um, yeah, so Ohio State rolls Michigan. They should go, They should win out the rest of the year. Um, and then moving on, I wanted to talk about Iowa State versus Oklahoma. I thought that, I mean, obviously Oklahoma has really been stumbling. They didn't. They, they won the game, yes, but they didn't. I mean, they once again prove that their defense still isn't very good. You know what I mean? Like, all we talked about all year long was, oh, their defense is going to be really good. No, their defense is dog shit. Um, but Iowa State, I'm more, I'm more worried about that staff because you had all these expectations coming into mm-hmm. this year, and you fell on your face. And you had talent. I mean, Brock Purdy coming back to to win the Big Twelve. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why he came back mm-hmm. was he killed his draft stock. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, obviously, like we were talking about off cast when it comes to you know playing basketball, like you can have McKinley Wright, for example. We were just talking about him. Yeah, had a great season last year. Mm-hmm. Knew that he was going to be possibly drafted or for sure signed as a free agent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Can't chose not to come back. Had he come back and you know, they're doing what they're doing now against Brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's been a struggle. Yeah. You need a point guard in basketball. Kills your draft stock for sure. <laughs> and you need a quarterback in football. So it's like yeah. Brock Purdy, I think is as much to blame as that staff is. And it's just like, it's unfortunate because Iowa state really had a lot of expectations. And I just wonder if, if they're, uh, they got to make changes, not head coach changes. Not yet. Yeah. But I wonder if they move. I mean, because you heard about who fired their O line. See you. They fired their O line coach, yeah. and they've been rolling since. Nah, you know what I mean? I don't know they just say winning is winning. That's all that matters. But yeah, Iowa State. I'm expecting to see some staff changes for sure. Um, and then we'll talk about Bama, Arkansas. Arkansas well, dropped. Just, just real quick with Oklahoma. I yeah. Just, I just want to say I think a lot of the justification that the playoff committee is using to hold Cincinnati at bay and not let them in is they use this terminology like, well, they just can't put away games. Oklahoma cannot put away games. No. Oklahoma was up 21 to seven in this game in the third quarter Mm -hmm. and found a way to make it a tight game at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, Oklahoma is not a top. They're one of the 13th. They are not a top 15 team. No, not at all. They, all, they may be a fifteen to twenty five, but they're certainly not a top fifteen. Team. No, they're they're yeah, they're not very good. And they get Oklahoma State this coming weekend. Well, I, I said before, I mean, with I was wrong about Caleb Williams with Caleb Williams' very playoff team because I thought he we was both just, were. Yeah. He was very good, mm-hmm. but I've also I'm going to go back to you know maybe being possibly right about that. Oklahoma's the worst undefeated team up to that point that I've yeah. seen, and it was just like they're, they're proving it right. They're just they're they're one loss team, thank God, and they don't deserve to be in the playoff. Um, Bama Arkansas. So this game gave me hope as a dog fan that that Bama that Georgia's gonna roll Bama because Arkansas dropped thirty on them. And Bryce Young had to be Bryce Young to beat Arkansas. Arkansas almost pulled the upset. KJ Jefferson balled out this game. Like Pittman had a really good game plan. Had Arkansas had a few more pieces at depth wise, I think they would have pulled the upset for sure. And this goes back to last year when Arkansas kind of gave Georgia a wake up call, the very first game of the year. I think that there's a lot of talent, obviously, in Arkansas, and I've been high on them, you know, before. Um, but this gives me hope that Bama. This is the year that my dogs, I think, finally put it on Bama. And I get it; week to week can you know change. But if I'm Kirby Smart, I'm diving into this game film. 
and saying, okay, how do we make Bryce Young one-dimensional? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bryce Young is he's their only offense. I mean, straight up. We've we've seen it the last several weeks. Alabama cannot get the running game going on offense. No. They need they need Bryce Bryce Young to be the Heisman. I mean, he had threw for 559 yards and five touchdowns in How this game. How many attempts did he have? 40. <laughs> he, that's not a recipe for success. When you're asking yeah. your quarterback to drop back 40 times. But but they just can't get the run going. Yeah. They you know, I mean, they're That's what I'm saying, you make them one dimensional. And then you just say, okay. And I'll, I mean, I know Georgia's secondary is very... And the reason why, folks, the reason why we're saying this is because Bama, with this win, clinched the SEC title game appearance against Georgia. So, right. mm-hmm. basically, all we're, the conversation moving forward is going to be Bama versus Georgia, which is what everybody, including, I think, us, we wanted, you know what I mean, to see, okay, which juggernaut is going to actually come out on top. Um, but, yeah, you've got to make Bama one-dimensional, and their defense is just atrocious. I have come around to your perspective. Now, it's not going to happen, but... If Auburn had Bo Nix, I think they would have beaten Alabama. They would have destroyed him. It wouldn't yeah. have been. It, 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 honestly, I'm, I would have taken Auburn by 14. Yeah. Alabama's averaging three yards per rush. <laughs> I mean, that you know, that's you don't get a first down. No. You run it three times, you're you're short of a first down. Yeah. That's that's not good. A good rushing game, and that's always been part of a huge part of their identity. Mm-hmm. And their rush defense is weak. If I, you know, um, your dude, what's the running back at Georgia? Which one? Zamir White, Zemir, James Cook. These guys, <laughs> they need to be licking their chops. Oh like, my like, God. Sir, I, I, I understand Pinnacle everybody's man. high on, on Sets and Bennett and yeah. whatever, but the way you're going to beat Alabama, you run it right up that front because they, they their rush defense is no, not I very think good. The, I think the kid that's going to be licking his chop is Brock Bowers, the big tight end, oh, freshman, tight, end? Yeah. The tight end freshman that knows that, all right, on these play action passes, you I've got a four three speed. Just give me the ball in space. And, and he's a goals. mismatch nightmare too. That's what I'm right? saying. Like he's I'm too licking, big for a corner. If I'm him, I'm licking my chops yeah. because the, there's no one on that Alabama linebacking core that scares me at all. Like you almost, and then defensively, you almost think because there's no real run threat from Alabama. If you're Georgia, you just drop nine guys into. A coverage. Yeah, just play cover three, cover four a lot. Um, trying and to confuse the freshman. I mean, it's one of those things where you – but you do want to spy him. So I think cover ones with the blitz – I mean, you, you, you don't want to sit back on yeah. Bryce because then he's going to get all day to throw. I mean, yeah, if you think I'm like – and I'm just like going in like obviously probably too in-depth on the defensive scheme. Well, Jordan Davis, so you – But, you but he's not sure with – But he's not on the field on passing downs. So he's oh. only on first. He's only on for sure rundown. So obviously first and second down. Yeah, he's going to be on the field, and he's a he's a he's a double team, automatically yeah. right, mm-hmm. which opens up for Jalen Carter. Adam Anderson is gone. You know what I mean? Because he I think is going to be found guilty on those unfortunate rape charges. Yeah. Um, but it's like there's still you know Nolan Smith will have he's licking his chops like there's but you I do think that Kobe Dean has to be Nicobe Dean for this game, and he's the guy you're going to want because he's fast as hell. And he's able to keep up with Bryce Young. But do you take him or do you take Quay Walker out of which one's spying? Because you have to understand, too, that Bama still has players. It's still Bama. I mean, are you going to – I think you just spy him and you blitz one for sure. So you bring five every down, make him roll out of the pocket, which he's very uncomfortable doing is what it looks like to me, mm. and then make make everything within 10 yards of you if you're Keely Ringo, which is, you know, the corner. Obviously, like – because your secondary isn't elite. It's not – the front seven is elite, right. but the secondary really it's it's definitely suspect in some areas. You know how, about, what I mean? how about like a delayed blitz? You can do that like too. You, like you show you're dropping you nine show drop with back, three or you just stand. D linemen, mm-hmm. and then once the pocket forms, 
a linebacker well, goes more than or four is a blitz. So like if you're blitzing, if you're if you have three down linemen, you're more than likely going to cover three at that point. Cover four, mm-hmm. um, maybe even a cover six guy. Like you're not you're playing pass all the way. So you could delay the blitz if he gets out of the pocket. And you think he can play? You know, get a hand up at him. Yeah. I mean, the point of that would just be a pressure. It's not necessarily get the sack. But yeah, um, it basically feeds into Georgia's strength uh, as far as. If you keep them one-dimensional, meaning they can't run the ball on you because, I mean, you win the battle on first and second down, and, and how you win the battle is anything less than three yards on those two downs is winning the battle uh, because you're forcing them into third and six or third and five at that point. You know what I mean? A long, mm-hmm. thir- an unmanageable third down, especially for that defense. They're going to pin their ears back and they're going to get you. So, yeah, um, for those of you that don't know, that was just, you know, basic defense 101. So, moving on here, though, as far as... What the other games that I saw was UTSA still undefeated. UAB gave them a really good game, but kudos to UTSA. I would think it, this is where I wish the expansion was this year, and I wish you could see these two teams play each other because I'd love to see UTSA versus Cincinnati for that Final Four spot. You know what I mean? Like a play-in game, who gets the fourth spot, like a wild card game mm-hmm. almost. And I would love. I think that would be very exciting for the sport. Um, because you get to see two undefeated teams at that point, or even a UTSA versus Notre Dame. Give them, give them a shot against a big team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the combo of Frank Harris at quarterback, Sincere McCormick, the running back, and then uh, uh, Cephas, and it's really a couple of wide receivers that yeah. are really fantastic. UTSA can put up a lot of points, but what was exposed, I think, the last two weeks is they have, have poor defense. Yeah, they don't have a very good defense. They do not have a very good defense. Cincinnati is a very good defense. Cincinnati <laughs> is the flip side of that, right? Right. They have a serviceable offense, but a very elite defense. Yeah. So, I I, I was I surprised it took a lot of heart because, I mean, coming down the wire there, yeah. I thought for sure UTSA was going to lose. Me too. And, I mean, but you've been – credit to you, man. You called them out. <laughs> like, the very beginning, the preview shows. So you were yeah. like, this is a team to, to look out for. Yeah. And they've lived up to hype. Um, and another team that hasn't lived up to the hype that we've talked about a little bit in depth is Missouri versus Florida. And Florida is obviously that team taking this loss. I, I want to say I called it because I did. I said Missouri is going to beat Florida. And sure as shit, they beat them, which is great because now – we found out that next day on Sunday, Dan Mullen is now gone. He's out. And mm-hmm. I said this is – I had that on a couple podcasts previously, saying that I think this is the year they're going to do it likely at the end of the season. You can't let Sanford drop 50 on you. You can't let Georgia do what they did to you. You can't barely beat – going from barely losing to Alabama to just being a, a random team. And this is Dan Mullen's character. Once and they did this last or the year before last year. Once they're out of the playoff picture or the SEC title game picture, they pack which, it in. They just they yeah. he just doesn't care anymore, and your players aren't showing that on the field. I mean, you lost to Missouri. Like, yeah, but yeah, but but they almost beat Alabama. I mean, I serious. I keep coming back to that. They almost yeah. beat Alabama. So, I mean, yeah. So as far as that, like, I mean, I I just can't believe it. I I don't really. I'm not shocked at all, um, but now the question is who, um, who's going to be the coach? Right. Like we can. There another seat opened up on the carousel for sure. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that another. I'm sure probably at the end of the year when all these coachings and there's going to be more, plenty more. Um, but yeah, so that was the recap. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, very excited for the the week coming up. We're going to do a preview episode as well, like we always do. 
Um, but this has been a fan section recap. That is Tyson. I'm Alan, and we are out. <laughs>